You are an entrepreneur, a professional, a speaker, or a coach. And although you've come a long way, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We've got you. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. We'll help you use authority and influencer marketing to build your business stronger and faster by publishing a book. You'll hear from guests that are thought leaders in sales, marketing, networking, communication, social media, promotion, and business leadership. Let's do it. This is the Author to Authority Podcast. And now your host, the extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder. Welcome to the Author to Authority Podcast. And today I'm here with Rob Hughes. And if you've ever heard about the fact that stories sell, you are going to want to listen to today's episode of the Author to Authority Podcast. I would like to welcome Rob Hughes to the show. He's a former vice president of sales and marketing in the manufacturing industry. He's an executive coach for business owners and entrepreneurs across North America. And he's now the CEO of a marketing agency. Rob understands the struggle that many brands face when it comes to marketing. He wanted to find a better way to get his message across to clients who would care. And he did. Now Rob is on a mission to help small businesses accelerate growth by clarifying their message through Hughes Integrated, a story brand certified marketing agency. And as an esteemed marketing keynote speaker and podcast host, his sessions on marketing and branding are engaging, interactive, and inspiring. Welcome Boom shakalaka. And in all of my spare time, I like barbecue. And Kim, I'm a real life ninja. I'm actually a black belt in martial arts. So there you go. That is so You are cool. the word ninja. You got the, the martial artist on today. <laughs> <laughs> so rob let's i'm going to get you to tell your, your story in a few minutes but let's just go get right into it you know we've heard heard that saying that stories sell how true is that it's true next question just kidding Kim, <laughs> <laughs> i told you we're gonna have a good time today uh Here's, here's the deal. So many small businesses waste an enormous amount of money on ineffective marketing. Mm, and the yes. reason that's true is like, you've all been there before. Are you listening into the show or maybe watching the replay or watching us live as we stream? Can you picture being there where you've got an idea for a business and so you got to talk about it? So first thing you do is you run out and you build yourself a website, maybe a web page, a DIY. Then you say, well, Certainly, I got to claim some social media on this. So you start a social media account and then you start talking about what you do on social. And then you see, you look to the left and right and see competitors or peers doing email nurture. And so, well, I got to be in email marketing as well. And should I be boosting my posts? So you start buying ads. Pretty soon, you got 15 different messages working 15 different ways. And if we were on a cattle ranch, Kim, it'd be a lot like grabbing a branding iron on the back of a cow. If you got one iron, you know who owns it. But if you grab a, a second iron on top of the first, a third on top of the second, a fourth on top of, pretty soon you've got confusion mm -hmm. and you got hamburger. That's it. Yet that is the mindset so many business owners take when it comes to marketing and messaging. But if you will take the time to build the correct story first, mm -hmm. it's like clarifying the one single message as a branding iron on the back of your business. Then you can take that clarity to your website 
to social media, yeah. to email nurture and lead generation campaigns to create one cohesive story or message that can work for you 24 hours a day, 365 to drive leads to the front virtual door of your business. And so can stories sell? The answer is yes, but it's because clarity wins. Couldn't agree with you more, Rob. Couldn't agree with you more. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, chorus. I can hear it now. <laughs> Amen, brother. Come on. Uh, preach. Come on. Preaching towel. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I think one of the things that you you said in there is the, the fact that entrepreneurs begin in the wrong spot. They're trying to build out all of these things, but they haven't laid the foundation to make those things effective. Yes. Two reasons, in my opinion. One, most entrepreneurs start from a technical background in whatever it is that they're beginning. Mm -hmm. So they might be a computer programmer in IT and think, well, I could just spin out and create my own IT company. Or I was working as a builder in this organization. I'm going to become a builder on my own. And so they're masterful technician. And they think, well, it'll just translate me doing my own thing now. It's an entirely different mindset, which you well know, Kim, being in business for yourself. It is a different entrepreneurial thinking. You really need three mindsets. According to you know Michael Gerber's e-myth, you need the entrepreneur who's the sales opportunist. You got to have technician, absolutely, but you need the manager to be the cartilage between the two. And to the extent that businesses have all three hats, they succeed. So that's one thing is that technicians tend to become entrepreneurs totally different mindset. But the other thing, Kim, and I think this is probably where you have a unique ability that you can help your audience, is when you own the business, you are so close to it yourself. It's like standing right next to the tree trunk. You can't see the broader forest because you're too close to it yourself. And so you need an expert like Kim to come alongside of you to give you objective distance from, from your business so that you can see how to message and brand it in the broader landscape. And so that's why, I mean, quite frankly, there's wisdom in many advisors. And so that's a key, a key element, I think, for any entrepreneurial success is to have advisors like Kim or our agency to come alongside to give objective distance, to know enough about your business to understand it and simplify the messaging, but to have enough distance where we can create a differentiated brand message that helps you stand out in the forest that you exist. You know, it's funny you said that, Rob, because I just spent, okay, this is going to be shown probably late November, early December. I just spent the whole summer and fall uh, working with specialists as I develop out a new product line. Audience, I've been saying this for a while, but it's getting really close now. I, hopefully within the next few episodes, we will start to talk about it. But I knew I couldn't see the forest for the trees. I knew I was right up against that tree trunk and I, I needed perspective. So I actually spent the summer working with specialists to help me develop out things who could help me see the forest for the trees. And it's been an amazing experience, you know, and it's funny, the people that I work with, these specialists, even they hire other specialists because they can't see the forest for the trees in their business either. And so it was actually quite cool because at least one of the people I was working with, he was working on his book. So, you know, we traded off some things because he needed perspective on his book. So, you know, he was helping me, but I was also helping him at the same time. And we both gave each other a whole lot more clarity than we had before. Spot on. For the author space, 
I have to imagine a book launch, it takes a lot of cost. Not only the actual you know, physical dollar cost, but the cost of time and so on. And so if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking of launching a book, listen, the most expensive book launch is the one you had to do twice. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't go down that path. Talk with Kim, work with Kim, get some objective outside perspective from Kim so that you can do it right the first time. It's the tree in the forest played out in book launch or for us in businesses that we help to grow and yeah. scale. No matter the case, there's wisdom in advisors. That's that's a proverb. And it's true. And it's true through the ages. You know, Rob, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I think it's something I think one of the biggest hindrances is the cost. Because sometimes we think we don't have the money for this. But the truth is, is that you have to make the money for this kind of stuff. It's it's an investment that you don't see the direct ROI. Like, it's not like, okay, you put this money in, you know, you're going to get a certain amount of money out. But the time that you save in execution, the time that you save in not having to figure it all out yourself, yeah. The time you save in paying people to do stuff but only having to redo it again because it wasn't done right the first time. That's it. You know, all of these things. Plus, you have someone who's going to help you navigate all the pitfalls and not go into them in the first place. And so, yeah, and you may have to save up. I mean, to be honest, a couple, a few years ago, I wouldn't have been able to have worked with these people. So it took time, took energy, but I worked with the people I could at the time afford to work with. I don't go into debt to work with these people. I save up to work with them. But, and it takes time, you know, but get outside perspective as much as you can. Yeah, I totally agree. And in our field, Kim, you know, we're a digital marketing agency. And so primarily we work with small to medium-sized businesses who are in that growth or scaling mindset. They're trying to take mm -hmm. a successful business, profitable business to the next level through yeah. clear messaging and inbound marketing strategies. That's our core. Yeah. And so when we're working with team, kind of the most entry level that we'll present to them is really a training. Quite frankly, we do complimentary trainings to business like in like, uh, you know, business CEO roundtables, gatherings, we're keynote speakers in events. That's kind of our base level that folks can just show up for free, learn the toolkit, and apply it. So the cost there, very, very minimal. But then once the engagements begin, you're right, a business may need to save up for it. An individual may need to save up to work with an outside expert. There's an idea of, are you saving money or are you going to use this resource to generate money, to generate income? The entrepreneur, I think, does have a fundamental shift where it's not just about saving anymore. It's how much, how much can I generate from this investment? Yeah. And as you, I'm sure you well know, as you build your tribe, and certainly books can be a way to help you with that, whether it be a book or a business or both, as you build your tribe, you know, you got to really be thinking about what type of revenue can we generate from this investment? I have to imagine some of the authors that you've worked with, um, it's paid off in, in spades. I can't say all of them, but yeah, significant portion, um, like one, one, gentleman john p davis he used his book to start teaching in universities and keynote to universities and workshops and and things like that chuck cooper has been using his book to get in doing workshops being on smaller stages 
yeah so the, the you know these people are are using their books in amazing ways mike garrison said that he was it seven seven times the investment that he made in the book he's already gotten back in less than a year after the book launch because they use it it's a tool they've used it as a tool right you know i think it's i think it's smart and i'm sure you would probably coach your audience in the same way inside of each of those chapters you got to be thinking how can you build relationship with the reader yeah. that naturally draws them to a path of action where they opt in they join a list join a facebook private community build your tribe it's all about building tribe sometimes yeah. when i'm speaking just as a word of advice to your listeners i'll draw two fundraiser thermometers side by side like two containers like rectangles the first one will label it risk and the second will label relationship and now first risk if you're in business as like, let's say an investment advisor. And I don't know you, Kim, but you come up to me and say, hey, Rob, I understand that you're a business owner, thinking about selling your business, so, you know, maybe someday. Listen, I'm an investment advisor. We should work together. If I don't know you, it's a high perceived risk because our relationship is at the bottom. But if I've been following you for some time and educated by you over time, what happens is risk starts to be mitigated. A book does that. Yes, that cover of your book is kind of the hook, right? It's the it's to say like, hey, is this even worth reading? Or maybe you hear about it from a friend who refers it to you. That's the hook. Low risk. You got to make that. You got to deposit that relationship deposit on that back cover. Then every chapter sells the next step to keep that reader engaged. And at the end of those chapters, I'm telling you, if you offer a free PDF download of the worksheet or the handout or the complimentary resource or the audio version for free at a landing page, my goodness, you can start to grow your email audience very, very quickly as the readers are engaged. And then that's where you could start to take the next step of the ladder. That was kind of the lowest risk probe. Opting in to the next one. Now we're talking about monetization. You could monetize that and work workshops that you host virtually or in person, downloadable toolkits and different things that you could bundle and sell. So in the author space, certainly it applies there as well as building kind of a brand ladder of which you got to choose. Is your book your product or your lead generator or both? <laughs> you know, in the business space too, we go through this all the time with our clients, whether in professional services or B2C services, they're definitely a brand ladder that we create for the companies that we serve. Yeah. Love it, Rob. And I want to I want to give you a chance to just really uh, go more into the story aspect, because I know that's that's where you guys incredibly shine. So I want to give you a chance to to talk more about, you know, story branding and, and how do you create it and how you use it? Certainly. Well, story is nothing new. In fact, Kim, I'm pretty sure your audience is pretty well educated on the, the topic of story. I mean, there are a lot of authors and business executives and leaders that are listening in, but story is nothing. It's been around for thousands of years, but the best told stories, they actually follow a consistent framework. Yes. Main character emerges, the hero's journey, right? The hero is defined in the opening scene. Think of any movie you've watched, book that you've read, you're introduced to the main character. The character encounters a problem, whether it's the meteors coming and blowing up the world or the districts are limited resources. So the capital city has to allocate them or Death Star and Darth Vader are taking like 
what is the problem, the enemy, the antithesis, yeah. something that's working against the character getting what they want. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, every character, after defining the problem of the well-told stories, they meet a guide. And the guide is the, the secondary character who's the stronger character, the coach, the mentor, the, the person who's been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and is here to help the main character win the day. Typically, that guide presents kind of a strategy, a plan, a step-by-step -step yeah. frame to, to follow. And then the character doubts at that point, can I really do this? I mean, any movie you've seen probably follows this frame. The guide kind of kicks the character out of the nest and says, now's the time, calls them to action. You got to do something. And that action has stakes at play. Yes. Failure would be quite costly, which makes us celebrate when the character achieves success. The hero's journey that I just described audibly is true of any story or movie that we've seen that's been successful in the box office. And so the work that we do as a branding agency is we come alongside of a company and we say, who's your character? Mm. Pro tip, it's not you as a company. Yeah. It's your ideal client that matters most. The most fundamental shift, the last thing I'll say here, Kim, the fundamental shift in creating a business's brand story is moving them out of the main character seat and into the guide seat. Their whole world is reoriented when it moves away from feature and benefit marketing to telling the story of their ideal audience and how their brand exists to help their ideal audience win the day. That's the fundamental shift that creates clarity of brand message. And when you take that online, it draws the, the ideal client forward. Rob, you just dropped some amazing, amazing, amazing gold nuggets there. And I, I hope the audience, you know, if you kind of just glossed over what he just said, like rewind, you know, go back a bit and, and listen to that again, because it is a fundamental shift. And I think, okay, I'm not a marketing expert, but I love studying marketing. Uh, but the the one thing I've learned over the years is that, you know, the marketing isn't about me and my company. The marketing is about the person that I'm marketing to. It's it. It's positioning. If we spend all of our energy trying to convince an audience that they need your business and service, it's like taking a shovel and trying to create your own riverbed with it. But if you will start with the needs of your ideal audience, start with the desires that they say they have and start talking openly about the problems that they say they have, you'll essentially then position your brand like the canoe in their already existing river. Yeah. Now, both can work. Just one's going to be a ton of cost and expense trying to convince the world that they need what you got to offer. Wouldn't you rather just jump into an already flowing river and serve? Yeah. This is the power of well-told story, and that is what our agency sets out to do. I love it. I love it, Rob. I love it. You know, one of the things I've been thinking about lately is is thought leadership. And one of the things I realized about the best thought leaders is not that they have always have the solution, but they understand a person's problem, a specific person's problem so well that when they describe it, that person's drawn to them because they're like, finally, somebody understands me. If he knows the problem, he must have the solution. Yes. Kim, we're best friends now. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we're singing the same song. I love it. You're so right. I have, you know, I'm, I'm secure enough today. Now, I wasn't always this way, but to tell you, I've actually been in years of counseling, years of, of 
professional counseling, and I personally, my personal view is that a professional engagement with a counselor or therapist is a sign of strength, not a weakness. Because again, there's wisdom in many advisors. But the best counselors that I have worked with, not as clients, but like I've been their client, are the ones who I can sit in their office, spew everything out, and they look me in the eye and they say, so Rob, what I hear you saying is, this is your problem. And there's yeah. a moment where I feel seen, I feel heard. It's like they pierce through this veil of depression and anxiety by clarifying the problem. Yeah. Gang, as you're listening, the problem is the story. Yeah. The problem is the story. The problem is the thing that your client is laying in bed at night thinking about Googling at 2 a.m. in the morning. The problem is the thing that they came into your website looking for. The problem is this thing that they're even tuning in to listen to this podcast. Gang, listen, when we started, what was the very first thing that I said? We have an enormous problem. A lot of businesses waste a ton of money on marketing. That anchors the whole conversation. So as you're crafting story, understand what Kim's telling you is true. The problem is the most important thing for you to define because if you don't talk about it, they stop listening. The problem is the story. And so half the work that we do when we do it like a discovering session and workshop with a client is to deep dive to find what is the true core problem, the root issue that this business is here to help resolve. And I think the same is true with your audience who's going to be reading your books. Problem mm-hmm. is the story. So you got to use problem as contrast to really connect with, help them feel seen, heard, understood. And at that point, they're ready to follow you as their guide. Love it, Rob. Here's the thing I've learned. like. One of the things I talk about in terms of being in authority marketing and using authority marketing is your network. But one of the things I talk about in your network, I use a whole bunch of C's. So the one C I use is comrades. So comrades and coaches. Comrades are those group of people who are about the same level as you are, you know, in, in your business. Maybe not even in the same industries or whatever, but about the same point in the entrepreneurship journey. And they're people that you can go to when, you know, things are getting rough, things are getting tough, you Mm want to quit. Because, you know, if you go to your family and say, you know, it's really rough, I want to quit, they go, listen, we understand if you want to quit, it's okay, we get it, you can just go back and get a job, right? But your comrades look at at you go, man, suck it up, buttercup. But you know what? (laughs) We're going to help you find the solution to the problem, but you Mm -hmm. have to suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm, there's probably plenty of relationships. I totally agree with you, Kim. That is a that's a super powerful one. Um, I mean, I, not to ravage, are there other relationships as well? I have a thought on that actually, I've heard and it's been important in my life. You know, re- regarding comrades. So I just I'll share this with your audience just briefly. I've heard what Kim's telling you, 100 true. You need those people, those pure people that believe in you. Also, probably at some point in your author authority uh, journey. There will be people who are looking up to you for advice and counsel. So that's a relationship too, is who are you mentoring? Who are you bringing with you and sharing some of your life experiences? You got to have people in your life that you also look up to. That's right. And gang, as I'm on this show today, I'm telling you, Kim is that person for you. She's the real deal. She, she She can be that model to follow with what to do. So subscribe if you haven't already to this show. Somebody look up to that's in your particular area of discipline or field, 
could be in personal life as well, fitness coach, marriage coach, or whatever the thing is, pick the area that you want to get to, who's doing it, and how can you follow what they're up to? Yeah. Somebody that is believes in you when you don't believe in yourself is right. another really important. I think that's that comrade piece that says, hey, I believe in you. You can do this. Yeah. And they speak that truth and that belief into yourself. Yeah. So yeah, key relationships that are really important, I think, just to keep in balance of all of that, because I got to imagine on the author journey and our business journey, it can feel like a lonely road at times. So don't don't go it alone. You don't have to you know, follow, mentor, and seek peer groups and in, in guidance. Yeah, you talked about, you know, being able to spill everything out. And you know, that that person can sum it up in one sentence, that problem. And I think that's where, you know, your comrades and your coaches come in. Because, you know, when when you're feeling that overwhelm, and I think I think that's key word in entrepreneurship is we have times when we are overwhelmed. And we are just so overwhelmed, we can't, you can't see anything. You like you said, it's like this fog, this depression that you can't see through. It's like this heavy, heavy weight on you. But when you have those people, when you have those comrades, when you have those coaches, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you can just kind of go to them, vent it all out. And they give you that moment of clarity. Okay. Everything else that's going on is just a result of this one thing. Deal with this one thing. Everything else disappears. And you're like, oh, there's a path (laughs) through the fog. There is hope. (laughs) Hope is powerful. You know, Uh, and and a system, a closed system that isn't open to outside input only atrophies over time. Like that's nature, right? You stop giving water or light to a plant, it withers. can hang out for a minute, maybe a day, maybe a week, but in time it starts to wither. You got to have outside input into your system team. And so I totally, totally agree with that because on our own, we can really shut down and lose perspective. You got to have outside input. Well, you know, when you were saying that, I was thinking about the Dead Sea. And Mm. one of the characteristics of the Dead Sea is there's no water that flows into the Dead Sea. There it is. And and nothing survives in that. That's that's why it's the Dead Sea. Now, apparently (laughs) it's great for swimming with the salt water. You float really high. You just float on it, yeah. But I think it's a really, really good point, though. Uh, without the outside input, stagnation, death. You're yeah. not growing, you're dying. You know, so grow. And if you're listening to this show, especially if you're listening it, you know, 20 some odd minutes into this episode, you are a growth minded leader. You're a growth minded person and mm-hmm. you're listening. So hats off to you. If you're listening to this right now, you are a growth minded person. So hats off for pouring that input into your life and into your leadership. Rob, I've just been loving this conversation. We've got a few minutes left. I'd I'd love for you to share a little bit more because we never actually got into your story. So Mm. tell us a little bit more about, you know, how did you come to be doing all of this? I responded to an ad on Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, I told you we'd be besties. (laughs) Hey, listen, gang. The reality of it was I spent 10 years in the manufacturing as industry, as Kim had mentioned. And toward the end of it, I really felt just this discontent. Frankly, I'll be just like completely unfiltered here. For me, you know, you've heard me we've talked Dead Sea. You've heard me talk about like wisdom advisors and Proverbs. For me, I'm a person of faith. And so I really felt this nudge, this leaning. Many of you have felt this entrepreneurial kind of seizure that you have felt of like when you're doing the previous thing, 
but you know you need to take the leap and do something else. Yeah. And so for me, that was back in 2010, 2011. I felt this nudge to create a faith-based executive coaching business. So I worked with a business partner, and the two of us built that business in 2011. By God's grace, to 33 states across the United States, we had clients in. Our model was going out and speaking at different events and then curating those relationships and ultimately drawing them into engagement, kind of like building an authority platform like many of your authors are doing. Uh, and in 2017, we were speaking in Orlando, Florida, and a gentleman, an author of a beautiful book, Building a Story Brand, Donald, Miller, yeah. Donald Miller, highly recommend this book to your audience. I have read it too. Yeah, and he shares the framework of story. And much like our call conversation today, it just made sense. It clicked. And so that fall, I went down to Nashville to get trained by Donald Miller for a couple of days, which was really fantastic. And then following, went through certification and created a parallel track. Hughes Integrated is our digital marketing agency. It's fully StoryBrand certified today. And we employ a team of people that have all gone through the StoryBrand certification. And we're dedicated to implementing Don's framework in a very successful way with businesses around the globe. And had my executive coaching practice, but then in 2020, Things change. I don't know about by you, but around March-ish of 2020, things got a little weird. And for a season, all in-person coaching came to a halt. And also, everything went line. Yeah. And so a digital marketing agency, who knew, would be positioned for such a time as this. And from 2020, 21, 22, 23, we've been up and to the right. Today, Hughes Integrated is the sole focus because we see this framework transforming companies yeah. from the inside out. And so this is the sole focus, executive coach background, but all in digital marketing agency today. That's my story. Love it. Love it. Wow. We are pretty well out of time there, Rob. What I would love for you to do is share one final thought and then tell us if the audience has enjoyed this. Well, not if, I know they have enjoyed this today. <laughs> How can they connect with you? Okay, well, the final thought is this. If you confuse, you lose. Mm. But it doesn't have to be that way. Take the time to clarify your brand's story, whether that be through your book, your platform, or your business. Take Do the work, clarify your story, and watch your audience be drawn in and engage. Yeah. Uh, if somebody in your audience wants to reach out to us, they're certainly welcome to do so. Our website is HughesIntegrated.com, spelled H-U-G-H-E-S, Integrated.com. We are a StoryBrand certified marketing agency, and uh, we're here to help. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Rob. I have greatly enjoyed today's episode. And Audience, just so thankful for you and all that you do and for listening and for watching and for being here today. I want to encourage you to, if you've enjoyed this episode, scan back a little bit if you're on your podcast app to episode 433 with Jason Barnard. He's our one of our Google specialists. Actually, he's the Google specialist that comes on the podcast you are going to enjoy that episode in terms of another way of taking what you've learned today and applying it 
to get more visibility on Google. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the little thumbnail somewhere here on the screen. Just click on it and you will be taken to that next episode. Audience, thank you so much for listening and watching today. And we will see you on the very next episode. Bye now. You've been listening to the Author to Authority Podcast. The extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business. And many of those have gone on to become Amazon best-selling authors and have used their books to land high-level clients and get on big stages. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.author2authoritypodcast.com. See you next time.